Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 40 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Labrick. On today's show we have the returning Jake Daniels, who's the pre-academy lead coach. We talk about how much the academy has moved forward since we last spoke to him on this podcast a year ago, and how the whole of Hastings has got behind it. Also on the show we have Hastings women's captain fantastic Rebecca Ralph. Captain Ralph talks changes, her different role, where we should be, and what's needed to go further. And finally, there's the infamous fan roundtable. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now, over to Jake Daniels. It's an absolute pleasure to be speaking again to Jake Daniels, who's the pre-academy head coach of Hastings United. Uh, hello, by the way, Jake. <laughs> yeah, Chris, good to speak to you again. Yeah, thank you, thank you. What's what's the pre academy looking like now, Jake? So it's it's been over a year since we spoke on the podcast. I mean, yeah. what, 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 how's that year been? To be honest, you know, I think probably like the whole of the sort of like society and football as a whole, it's been, it was a really difficult year. But I think one thing that we found when we started the academy is obviously we had the constraints, the same as everybody else, about you know the kids started to come and then obviously they couldn't come because of all of the making sure keeping everybody safe. Um, but as soon as we actually got the nod that we could restart football, it really has grasped the attention again. I mean, I think the last one we had on the pitch last year, we had over 100 kids on a Saturday morning. And then as we've gone back into this season, obviously we've, we've got the start of our production line where a lot of our kids have now come out of pre-academy, have begun the sort of the journey with the teams. This They've kind of got into the under-7s and the under-8s. So it's great to see some of those boys and girls already sort of like wearing the Hastings colours and representing the sort of club already but we've now the cycle continues and this year we're back in new school year new kids have arrived I think and sort of like the last three weeks we sort of we've been averaging sort of over 40 kids um, we've been obviously up at the mugger on the furs and then when we do well, we, we do obviously have sessions on the sort of the pilot field as well you know when we do go down there we obviously get really really big numbers it's a real draw for the kids to come and sort of to be able to play on the pitch and sort of like where a lot of the kids watch it, you know, it's not it's not silly for me to say there's a lot of their heroes play because you see it already on a match day now. The you know we both saw we both mentioned it on Saturday. Yeah. The the ground is absolutely full of kids, probably from pre academy from all the junior teams. I I think I counted over 200 kids at the game on Saturday, and it's um that's what it's all about is giving something back to the community, and these kids are in and you know they're part of it right from the beginning. No, I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, since the start of this season, I mean, we've spoken a couple of times because obviously we wanted to try to catch up for a while, but yeah. the amount of families there bringing their kids, and obviously you, you, you've you got those activities going on as well at the pilot field. I mean, it's it's just great. I mean, it's great scenes. It's uh, just, it's fabulous stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, so one, well, one other thing. I mean, is there any, I know it might be a bit early for this, but anyone you've seen already knocking on, who I refer to as English Jose, Chris Agata's door in the next few years. I mean, have you seen any possible uh, early messies? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, to be honest, there's um, from the, the, the boys that have gone into the this year's under sevens and under eights. There's, there, I would say already there's three or four that have come from pre academy that are doing really, really well with their sevens and eights. And I'm, I'm not going to sort of name names to sort yeah. of put any undue pressure on them, but there is kids in there, you know. Through what I've seen in my experience of youth football, there's kids in there that you can tell have a lot of natural ability. And as long as they maintain the drive and the desire and, you know, the willingness to learn and do well, you know, there's an opportunity for them to grow. 
But I think what's great about the pre-academy that Hastings are doing is is that right from the start, Billy wanted it to be inclusive for all. Mm. So my role was sort of pre-academy lead is, yes, can I identify players that can go on and represent Hastings through all of the youth teams and hopefully onto the first team eventually. The the pre-academy is there for them, but also the pre-academy is very much there for the community. So those kids that maybe don't do a lot of sport or have not done much or just a little bit nervous or a bit afraid, they can come to pre-academy with me on a Saturday morning in a fun environment. Mum and Dad can stay and watch and pre-academy is there for them as well, even if it's just to run about and have a bit of fun and have a bit of exercise. So it sort of ticks, ticks two boxes in that it's it's developing players for the future of Hastings United Football Club, but it's also an outlet for people at Hastings to bring their children and to get involved in a different way because not everyone becomes a player, yeah. but some people become supporters, some mm. people become club people. And, you know, you see with all the people that sort of do so much at Hastings around the club, you know, the actual playing side of it is probably a very small part of it. And then you look at all the people that give up their time for, for, for no reward just because they want to be part of something in their town. So it's great that the that starts with the pre-academy. And I think you'd be, we know, I think I said to you on Saturday, you know, the last sort of two home games, we've had some of our pre-academy kids have had the opportunity to be ball boys and ball girls. And, you know, so we've been, and Hayley, one of the directors at Hastings and Billy, they've been really keen to get the pre-academy kids to come and have like a match day experience. So we had a three-year-old there on Saturday. Um, whose mum and dad big supporters of the pre-academy. It was his turn to come. He he was at Charlton the week before. And I've never seen a boy so thrilled to be out on the pitch. And he walked out with Sammy Adams and the match ball. His parents come down. His grandparents come down. You know, and that's what I wanted it to be about. And I know it's what Billy and the other directors wanted it to be about. And you can see it. it. It was small acorns to start with, you know, but it really is growing into something that hopefully we can all really celebrate and, Eventually, when we get to the new ground, we'll hopefully have lots of players that want to play there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna. Get, I want to get onto that growth in a second. Just, just for people that are just are listening to this podcast and, and don't know about the pre academy, to get in yeah. contact with you, how should they do that, or to, to try and register the children to come up to the Furs? Okay. To be honest, they can they can call and they can or they can email the club on all of the usual sort of um, methods that are available that are out there online. Or equally, we try to make it as not difficult for people as possible. So quite simply, if your child is three or four or five or six, so three to six, Mm. they can come Saturday morning between nine and ten. We're always either on the pilot field, we're in the muggle at the furs, or we're on the furs, we're in the same area. They can come, they can have a watch, they can see, they can sample, the kids can come in. And then if the kids want to come regularly... Basically, you give me your details as a parent. We run a we run a parents WhatsApp group for the pre academy where we tell all the parents what we're doing, where we're going, the opportunities that their kids can have, you know, the experiences, the chance to be a mascot, how to buy the kit, and all the do the bits and pieces. So it really can be just turn up, introduce yourself. I'm I'm there every Saturday, and as I say, and if you want something a little bit more formal, and obviously, then you can email the academy through all, all the Hastings online sites, etc. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I was just going to about talking about the future. So you laid out how things are now. Where do you see yeah. the pre-academy in, say, a, a year's time? Because it has grown so quickly. Where do you see it in a year's time? Well, as it where we where we are on it at the moment is we, we've not put any restrictions on the sort of the growth that it could be. So all, all we've said is the more kids that want to come, basically, if there's more kids, then we'll do more sessions and we'll have more coaches and we'll make it work. So in terms of 
the numbers will never be a barrier. We will always cater for everybody and we'll make sure that we can grow it. And as I say, the key will be is if the numbers get to a sort of locker size where we need to do two or three sessions on a Saturday morning, then we'll break the age groups up. Or, you know, there's various ways that we can do it. But ultimately, you know, as any as any pre-academy leading into an academy will be, is the end goal is always to get boys and girls to come through the pre-academy, into the academy sides, and eventually play for the first teams, be it the men's or the women's side. And I think, you know, it's a good opportunity also to mention the girls in that, when we first started pre-academy, it pretty much was all boys. But since then, I would say we've probably had in excess of 15, 20 girls coming up regularly. I think four or five of the girls have already gone on playing in the teams. Uh, this Saturday just gone out of, I think, of the 30 that we had there. Eight of them were girls. Um, and obviously, it's, the pre-academy is very inclusive. And, in, you know, the boys and girls are all playing fun and games together. You know, it's, it's fantastic because that's the other part of what Hastings is trying to do is is make the football club inclusive for all. Um, and that starts right at the pre-academy. Okay, brilliant. Right, Jake, just now, I'm now going to put putting on my vice chair of the supporters club hat on. Now, I know that yep. the, the supporters club's goal for this season is to contribute yep. towards the pre-academy in any way yep. that you see fit, basically, but also to have a nice little donation for you come the end of the season to support you yep. with equipment to make it even better for all these young potential use fans I yeah. mean what do you say to the supporters of this great club no well I think I think what I've noticed you know when I when I came over and started workplaces obviously I didn't know yourself but there's lots of the people that I didn't know I try to make sure on match days now I try to walk around and speak to as many people at the club as I can you know and I know you know we've already had investment from the supporters club and you know the kids are, the kids are playing with brand new equipment they're playing with brand new footballs they're playing with brand new bibs so the, the sort of the dim and distant days of I can remember when I first started in football where it was somebody's dad and we had one ball and we didn't really have a goal to play in you know those days are in the past but the fact that Hastings has got a fan base that also wants to support the pre-academy and all the sort of good work that the club is trying to do that's fantastic you know and from all the for all the kids I would say it's a massive thank you and whatever whatever you give us to do will be invested in the children of this town um, that's what we can guarantee you and as I say we will maximise every penny that we get and as I say and it will all be invested back into your own club with, your, with the children of the town oh, Excellent words Jake Jake um, anything else you want to add otherwise I think we just leave it there Really happy Chris you know, you know always happy to come on and talk to the supporters of the club and you know as far as I'm concerned let's just hope for a great season desperate for the club to get promotion this year runs are brilliant and more and more kids that we can see at the games at the weekends will show basically all the good work that everybody at the club's doing from the, you know, the fan groups like yourself to me at the pre-academy mm. and obviously Aggie and the first team. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, Jake, Jake Daniels, thank you very much. Brilliant, mate. Nice to speak to you. Yeah. All the best. Are you up for a bit of trick or trivia? Do you have the pumpkins to play this scary Halloween quiz? Even if it is hosted by everyone's favourite drummer, George Gasson. If you are, the Hastings United Independent Supporters Club are laying on our Halloween quiz. So on the 29th of October, doors open 6.30, ice down 7pm, £3 a person. It's at the Pilot Bar. Come on, it'll be a lot of fun. Go to our website, hu-supporters.club, or email us, info.huisc at gmail.com, or contact this podcast to get your tickets. And here she is, 
Rebecca Ralph. Hi, hi, Rebecca. It's Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello, are you all right? Have you got any time? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm good. All right, so hello again, Captain Fantastic Rebecca Ralph. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Well, morning. Yeah. Yeah. The day is still morning. Yeah, it's, the sun is shining. Rebecca, last time we spoke, um, I think it was just, uh, you'd just gone up as champions and we did that big thing on the podcast, episode 29, where we caught up with loads of you. There was loads of, loads oh, yeah. of uh, uh, yeah. a whole horde yeah. of you that were celebrating what, what was a great, just a great promotion. Um, yeah. Um, there's been quite a few ins and outs in that squad since then, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to have affected the results at all. I mean, what's your sort of reflections on the changes and how you are at the moment? Yes, we've obviously had quite a, a few different signings throughout the summer during pre-season. We've lost some players and we've gained some as well, and it's been it's been really good actually. I think it's sort of brought a new freshness to the squad. Obviously, added some more depth as well with some of the newbies like Sean and CJ, obviously very talented players. So I think all in all, it's been really good. I think we're still going through maybe a little teething process, even though the results don't really show that. But I still don't think we're playing maybe as as well as we can do because I think we have massive potential in this squad but it's quite tricky at the moment because we've had some players that have been away or ill or banned or things like that so it's kind of limited the amount of times we've had sort of the same starting 11 or the same stuff and I don't know lots of players well we all play very differently so if you've got a different player on a different position Mm. it does sort of change the way that you play as a squad so I think once we get maybe a tiny bit more consistent, um, we will hopefully be playing, yeah, because we're playing good football, don't get me wrong. I think uh, from last season to this season, it's sort of chalk and cheese, really. But I still think there's more from us, especially when we're playing sort of lower opponents. We do sort of dip down to their level. So I do think that as we climb the leagues and things, we will show our potential because, yeah, there's, there's masses amounts of it. But, yeah, we've all been very positive so far, really. We've We've had changes in the staff as well, which I think sometimes rocks the boat a bit. And unfortunately, I feel sorry to Billy having to keep recruiting people. Um, but we've, mm. yeah, we our S&C staff and our managers and goalkeeping staff and all of that sort of thing has changed as well already. And the season's only got a month or so long. Um, so, yeah, it's been quite a few changes for us to get used to as well. So I think once things sort of settle a bit more and people are getting a bit more used to their positions because I'm in a different position this season so it's all about sort of getting a bit more used to it and a bit more comfortable and then hopefully our confidence will grow from there and yeah we'll still continue to get the good results that we're still getting so yeah it's all good really. Well yeah talking about your position I mean how how do you feel your roles changed because I mean you've been knocking in a few this season uh, and, and yeah, I think that... I'm still scoring as many as I was as centre mid. Yeah. Um, I think Billy's just realised maybe this season I've probably had a tiny bit more as a left back because I'm well, I'm fit enough to get up and back, which is obviously a good thing um, for a full back. But I think it just adds maybe a little dynamic that we didn't really have before um, last season, maybe. But I don't think that's the case anyway, and I've not just been shunted <laughs> to the <laughs> left back. But um, I'm trying to see the positives in that. But I, I do quite enjoy it, actually, because I still have the, the free realm to be able to attack as I am more of an attacking player. But then I'm, yeah, just have to get back to defend as well. So it's quite nice being being there, really, and actually having sort of the support of the back line and Blair. And, yeah, it's, yeah I'm quite enjoying it, actually. Yeah, the... Um... 
well, I'm sure Henri didn't Henri start on the the sort of le- a left sort of was he like a yeah, left exactly. back? Exactly, all the best players are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, just, I'm a lesser player that can sort of play um, most positions. Really, I think so. I think it's just it's just sort of suited me. Tried me one game, and then I've just sort of stayed there since. Really, so. Mm. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Because I was saying, for that for that last goal, uh, you weren't in a left-back position because that last goal you scored was absolutely ridiculous. That was a... Which one? Because I scored it on Sunday as well, which was... Yeah, no, that's what I'm well. on about. That, you know, oh, that, that one, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Second half, oh, I'm trying to remember. You know when you're trying to pin these goals, it's the 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 one that was about 30 yards out. It was quite a good couple of goals, actually, this mm. season, which is quite nice. But yeah, I do... I do find myself sort of drifting up, especially when we've got opponents that maybe aren't as strong as ones. I, I do have more realm to get further up, so I find myself in positions like that goal, really, where I actually nearly took out Faye. I just screamed at her face for her to leave the ball. So, uh, yeah, I think I probably traumatised her a little bit with that. But I mean, there's a picture that John Snowden took. Um, he's one of our sort of top fans, and he takes pictures as well. And there's a picture he took, and I'm literally about to kick Faye and the ball. So that was quite funny to see. But, yeah, no, I find myself, yeah, still in sort of goal-scoring opportunities, which is quite nice to sort of add that to getting clean sheets as well because obviously the vendor we want clean sheets as well so yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely different but yeah I am enjoying it I must admit yeah I mean I, I have caught a little bit more this season of your games and there is uh, yeah yeah and then there is I mean it's usually on my lunch breaks but like the, the, the I mean there is like a different with this league it seems to be that they're either teams that need to be put away or half decent teams and it's just that, that, that I mean it's good that you're keeping clean sheets because it could be you could be forgiven for switching off sometimes you know like um, yeah. as a defence and I mean obviously Blair's keeping it keeping those clean sheets I mean I mean, we were worth asking Blair this but it's you know it must be difficult sometimes with some of these opposition it's, it is what it is I mean I, you know, we, we yeah. all fully expect you guys to be up the leagues, you know, but you have to obviously go through this season. Um, I mean, wh- wh- where do you see this squad sitting comfortably? I mean, where do you, what, what, what division do you see us, I mean, like in the realms of Lewis or, I mean, where do you see us? It depends really on what Billy wants and if he, obviously the higher we climb the leagues, we sort of have to add a bit more depth or mm. train more as a team really because we're training once a week at the moment so I do think once we get maybe to the next league which is um, when you're playing sort of um, Dutch Hamlet and things like that you probably do need to be starting to train twice a week for more yeah one to be sort of S&C fitness and one to sort of basically play and ball work um, so I do think it just depends on how far he sees us going I think we could quite comfortably sit in that league they fill him in our pre-season and we won 1-0 we were in that league so I do think there is promise I think even if we were in that league this season I think we adapt to better organised and stronger teams so we play better football when we have to Mm. Um, so I do think we could sit in that league quite comfortably this season if we wanted to so I think once we get to that one I think it will be more um, of a slower journey maybe depending on yeah the route I know Billy wants us to go up and up but I don't know. I, I can't see myself playing in the same league as Lewis, to be honest. I feel like I'm a bit too old now. Oh, but, okay. um, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. Who knows, really? I think sort of the world's our oyster with this with this club and the mm. support that we have. I think Billy provides us with 
more than you'll ever get really in women's football and obviously we've got huge support and potentially with the new um, stadium and things I think it's yeah a really exciting time to be part of this team and yeah I don't I don't know where we have stopped really obviously our aim each season is to be promoted and yeah that's all we can aim for really I think we just sort of work each season as it comes really and see where where it goes from there. Mm. Uh, and, and obviously you're doing well in the cup. Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Do you think we could uh, go all the way? Uh, well, we've, we've obviously already done better than we did last year. We got knocked out in the first round last year. I think it was against Hackney. Um, so we've obviously won two games already, which is great. I do think we have the potential to beat Bromley. I mm. do. And then I, I don't know who we faced then, actually. I haven't looked at who the potential ones are. But I do... I do see us maybe getting a couple more rounds than us if we yeah if we work hard and we and we go we go for it. I do think um, there's the potential for us to go higher. Obviously, we've gone higher already than we did last year. But mm. again, it's more of a taking it season by season, and each year we want to progress onto what we've done beforehand. So yeah. last year we obviously wanted well, I wanted us to get the treble, and then the cups got um, stopped because of COVID. Um, so this year we we want to be winning cups, and I know that. Billy basically wants us to focus on the league, but I do think cups are important as well. Um, and well, we don't want to lose any game really. And yeah. um, so we'll go, we'll go into each game wanting to get the best outcome. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how far we go on the FA Cup. And if if we don't win against Bromley, then we've already done two times better than we did last season. So it's yeah, it's all positive really. Going into this one. Okay, cool. And um, just just lastly, I mean, any any messages to the uh, Hastings faithful? Uh, just yeah, thanks for your support. Really, I think our supporters are fantastic. We still have sort of the usual suspects that even come to our away games. The bless the sort of Waynes of the world that yeah. get on the coach with us at nine thirty to go to Islington Borough. Um, it's all really appreciated for all you do for the club, really. And yeah, the support's never unnoticed by us. Even at the end of the game, if we don't always thank you, we're we're thanking you internally. We're probably just dead from running. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's always nice to look around uh, the pitch on a Sunday and see sort of familiar and friendly faces that, yeah, always support us and all we do. So, it's, yeah, we can ask for more really as a club. And if, yeah, if we can get the new stadium, then that would obviously be fantastic as well. But to be honest, I'm quite happy at the pilot field. I think it's a fantastic place to be. And yeah, the support's, the support's great. We can never, never fault that, really. Well, Rebecca, just thanks for your time. Yeah, you're, never, you're welcome. You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well, it's not a monster, it's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the South East, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. Let's hand over to our fan roundtable. Thanks to Robbie, George, Kev, and our late arriving Mr. Wills for making it happen. Well, what's this coming over the hill? It could be Towner. We could have a Towner here. Will we have audio? Will we have audio? Yeah. Here we go. Have we got anything? Are you faded up? Kev? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think I've just about got on top of technology this time. I've just got. No, I've just about oh, I've you. gone again. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
I've got a new tablet and I was trying to sign in on my tablet and it won't it won't let me. All right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Working Class. The new tablet, oh, eh? No. All right. No, I'm here anyway. You are here, sir. Right, just waiting on um, we've got Mr. Carter and hopefully Mr. Wills. We'll give it a couple of minutes. If if they can't come on, we'll just uh, crack on. So uh old school round table, this is all the originals coming. Well, Wills he has made a bit of an excuse already. I mean, he could be re- receiving uh, resuscitation as we speak. Yeah, that's no excuse, is it? No, okay, it's not to get on the round table. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to get in on my tablet no. and it kept trying to get me to put a code in. But I've already connected on my phone and I just put my number in and the code it keeps sending me and it keeps going, oh, there's already an account. I know there's already a fucking account. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, if you're lady, you should have no problem signing on. Hey. <laughs> yeah, just, um, George, you're the latest spot the ball. Obviously, there's a picture of Seven Oaks. Charlotte, Charlotte, the it's a really lovely photo. But where's George? Why is George on the photo? Like, like generally, you know what? Like, that's a game he didn't come to. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. That, that was I can, yeah. You can't be mean. You can't be mean to George. We yeah, do, Charlotte's been to the last four games. Yeah, yeah. More commit than Chris. Yeah, it's, it's true. I, uh, I can't. I got. If you give it, you got to take it as well. There was some guy called Barrel who used to come to the football as well. But maybe he died. Barrel. Barrel. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Kev. Don't worry, Kev. They're just being mean about everyone. <laughs> oh, I, I switched off anyway. <laughs> Right, chaps, thank you very much for this, this lovely round table. We have Sir Kev of Towner, we have Roberto, and we have Mr. Gasson here to talk about a wonderful set of results this week. And we, I seem to be saying that every week now, so um, which is bloody lovely. So uh, who wants to crack on into a very comfortable victory against Ashford? None of you. you fucking <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'd go as far as very comfortable, really. I'm not sure if we were watching the same game, Chris. <laughs> well, please tell me if I'm tell me if I'm wrong, Kev. Well, I think I think really until that penalty went in, it it really wasn't uh, uh, it really wasn't uh, 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 game over. I don't think. I, I never like one nil at half time. Never like it. Always very suspicious about that. I've seen us lose too many games. Yeah, not recently though. Kev, eh? Not recently? No, that's true. Not recently. Certainly not under this manager. Is that because you've been reading the Ashford Ashford manager's match report? Because he, uh, if you you read that, it sounded like it was, uh, we just just managed to squeeze it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I think it could have been a bit more convincing. (laughs) I actually disagree with you there. I thought I'm more I thought it was very comfortable. Um, apart from early on when they had two cracking chances and Louis Rogers made one hell of a save, I can't remember them really causing us too much difficulty. I think we dealt with it fantastic. Um, they can get a foul in the game. We didn't let them. It wasn't. Yeah, we could have dominated. But I say comfortable was the right word because we controlled the game. We looked like more of the threat from the majority of the game. We swapped up the top men up well, swapped them around well. Fantastic to see a local lad, James Hall playing. He was great. I thought I actually thought Dunstable were a, were a better side than Ashford, actually. Yeah, and, Dunstable um, was skewed by the red card, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think with 11 men, they'd have given us a better game in Ashford. I think, I use the phrase, didn't lay a glove on us. And I think that was... Uh, well, we didn't uh, give him a sniff. 
of petrol. No, not at all. Not really. I mean, there was there was that there was a good save from um, good save from Louis. Um, a few of their fans seem to be thinking they should have had a penalty, but didn't see that obviously. So I, I was speaking to uh, Mr. Carter yesterday, and he had a better view of that one, and he and he said, "Yeah, it was a total penalty, apparently." Oh, was oh, it? Never mind. Good, good decision then. Well, that, <laughs> we that's because we worked that ref over. He was he was a bit fun. He gave us a penalty for a high foot, and then he sort of doubted himself and started booking us for nothing to try and make it up. And then he lost it his again. We didn't want to. But it was a high a foot, like. On the Ashford Twitter, they've got they put high foot, high boot in quotation marks. I mean, he kicked him in their head. <laughs> right, it was a penalty all day long. But hey, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the high foot happened with the park. No one's picking up a fuss about that. So if, if it's a free kick, it has got to be a penalty. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's back to James Hull. He really calm. But flew number nine shirt. Obviously, big big field shoes and Popey out three games. Young lad, Pom debut, local lad, fantastic to see him. I think I was worried when he stepped up because he was quite straight, but I liked that he jinxed his run to change it. But he did not look out of place in the first team, which is great to see. That's what I love about Aggie. He just brings for all these young players. I mean, when, it, when he does, I can't remember many looking out of place and they can't play in the first team. I've, I've said this to you guys before, but obviously this is for the podcast, that I was speaking to the mum of, of him and um, at half-time. And um, she wasn't going to say who was playing better. But she said they've been fighting all week. The two brothers, obviously one of them plays for Ashford as well. So Yeah, the, least, the worst one. Yeah, the least successful one, that one. Yeah, the one that got more abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Talking, of abuse. Talking of abuse, I must praise George for the petrol one-liners that he inserted in lots of different songs. Um, I, 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 yeah, they, they were... They were good. Thanks, thanks man. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. I like your new drum as well. Where'd you get that from? Uh, found it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Yeah, found it. Found it. Um, yeah, yeah. It was uh, just just sitting there. Thought, um, yeah, play that. Play that today. Um, I thought <laughs> I'd do something for the music community and uh, and tune that drum. And um, yeah, just just found it. It was, it was, it was something, something a bit different. Yeah. How did you find it? Uh, George, uh, like, it's just in the ground, just yeah, in the ground yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. the way obviously you wear it now, you can rest your beer on it as well. It's quite handy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's a game changer for someone like myself trying to multitask, drink a beer, play a drum. Can do both now. Game changer. So yeah, glad uh, glad I found it. Really, just mm. uh, just we need, we, need, we need to take a leaf out of Eastbourne Town's book. Actually, they've got almost like an entire setup, haven't they? Yes, but you really trust us to play it all and play music instruments. George only musical talent one out of us. <laughs> I could barely sing. I just... Yeah, that could that could be horrible, uh, Kev. That could be horrible. Yeah. Well, I'd enjoy it, but I'm not a drummer anymore, so it don't matter what I think. <laughs> just about said Dan Harvey, I know he wrote something really um really classy about his brother and like, congratulating him on that as well. So that was that was good to see. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, he plays Rashford, so fuck him. Oh, <laughs> still harsh. you got to... Oh, go, going up to... <laughs> talking to Robbie, yeah, I've got... I've, I can't I can't do this any better than this, but uh, John, uh, Windy John, sent me a message that says, look, well, I need to repeat this because apparently Robbie reminded him of another moment many years ago, right? You can tell Robbie the run to the corner flag 
to have a go at the lino was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Although I couldn't hear what he was shouting, it probably was just as well. Could this be true? I I confirm I did run, run to the runner flag, but for once, my language is actually PG. <laughs> I actually called him a blind idiot. For once, I actually did not swear. Well, that's very good, but, you, sir. Yeah, I know. Growth. Growth. <laughs> the, uh, but he, yeah. he was a fucking idiot out there. That lino. Um, he, he, well, yeah, what annoyed me was, we, we had a shot, clearly came off the Ashford defender, about, about 50 yards in a different direction. Literally, a, a two-year-old could have seen that corner. And both of them and I missed it. I was like, how do you miss something like that? Shocking. And I, was, I was a bit frustrated about work on Saturday, so I took out the lino. Yeah, well, he, he, apparently this reminded him of, of, of a, a young Bob Pook who ran onto the far side of Ashford's away ground in the pissing rain to do the same thing about 15 years ago. So <laughs> I don't know who Bob Pook is myself, but he's um, Ooh, obviously an, back a bit. <laughs> an inspiration to Robbie well, or vice versa. Well, 15 years, we'll have the young Robbie Clifford doing that. Exactly. Loads of young'uns in... Uh, uh, sadly, wasn't it? Did was it just myself that noticed it? But did you not notice there's a lot of uh, young supporters there? The demographic is getting. It's good to see a lot of young more supporters actually. And they're, they're, they're migrating towards the back of the goal and rear the goal, which is always good to see. So it's like the, the, the back of the goal support is growing, which is fantastic because that's what we want. Because once we all get going, it is it is a force to hear and a force to be part of. Mm. And I think when you look at the highlights, the noise that's getting created these days is fantastic. Mm. No, that's true, and it was only a trophy game. You know, n- normally we didn't, we don't usually get many for those, and uh, bloody get over a thousand, which is eyes the country. Absolutely excellent, uh, George for the club. And when oh, mate, when sorry, people George. when people like later in the season are talking about our playing budget and that, you know things like that, we'll just think FA trophy game. Everyone's paying no season tickets, and we're getting over a thousand at twelve pound a ticket. So that's yeah, ten grand there. Everyone buying at least one drink. It's another like what five at least five grand added on there, eight grand added on there, and there. It just that's that's Great. why that's why why we can hopefully you know fills with confidence that we'll be able to get the people in we need a bit from when we do. We, um, we can recover for when Billy and Darrell Burnie got that seven point five million away from us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, saying that Tony grabbed me again yesterday uh, on Saturday. And I, I was thinking, oh, no, what is it now? You know, like, um, oh, what could this be? But it was only to show me an old QPR programme he had from 1968, some game he went to. So I don't think the uh, the takeover is... Uh, uh, was it Mr Burney's £7 million anyway? Well, always, we, let's not <laughs> reopen these old wounds. It was, oh, I don't know. It was a classic episode of seeing Billy come back at him. It was a classic episode. Yeah, it wasn't... I didn't think it was... It was it was it was uh, reasonable. It was a reasonable exchange. It was done in a reasonable fashion, but I think we kind of put that one to bed. I think. Uh, any any more thoughts on Ashford, guys? Really good to see Kenny get a goal in front of his, of his dad. Dad was at the ground after obviously all things going yeah. on. It's great to see Kenny grab a goal and have a great performance from Kenny. He's in good form again. He looks like he's loving his football, and he's really part of the Hastings family. His whole family is part of the Hastings family. Makes it so great, and it was fantastic to see him get another goal. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? It was good. I mean, uh, obviously, no, nice to see his dad down there. Kev, any thoughts? Otherwise, we might move on to the women's game. Well, like like I say, great game, really. Um, 
he's muted himself. It's always safe with a towner. <laughs> right, you've muted yourself. Nothing else. Sorry about that. I had to reject a carry on. Just edit that bit out. <laughs> no, staying in, mate. That's staying no, in, man. Taking a certain tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to say as well, before we move on to the women's football, that yeah. um, I don't know, I want people to think back to how they felt after we lost 3-2 away at Ramsgate in what was, wasn't our best performance and how what people were saying about how the season might pan out and where we're going to recover from this? Uh, we've won eight games. We've won eight games in a row since then. Can I point out, um, Chris? Did you bet against us win the league? No, you did. I, yeah, I bet. I bet us win the, the league. I think George. Did you bet against us win the league? I say negative stuff out all the time. I would, look, but at least, at least if, I'm going if, to going to most of the games. Hey, eh, Chris. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know. No, the only. The only enduring memory I have of Ramsgate is being at that one to edit pissed down with rain and they called it off half an hour before kickoff. To be mm-hmm. honest, that second half, it did turn... I mean, uh, yeah, it's obviously a comment that you've made, Robbie, that has made, has made the paper, has been in the... You know, as you know, that comment you made was, was really good. I think the second half it, it, it really did. And, and a lot of that was down to, say, Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd Dawes, who unfortunately doesn't look like he's, he's shifting these injury problems he's got. Um, but you know everyone. Everyone. It's just the attitude, isn't it? I mean, you just see it on the pitch. They, you can see that beliefs coming now. They they ain't going to get beat. They just have that 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 mentality now, don't they? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, winning is a habit. And they've got the habit. And I say we're starting to see more players come through, play a bit. It's not the same eleven every game. We're having more and more players come in. So, so it's good to see. Warrell got another sub performance. Good to see him another yeah. performance on the bench. Yeah, a bit of Lanray as well. Yeah, Lanray, exactly. Obviously, um, yeah, it's excellent. Obviously, Goldsmith, had, he had a couple of injuries, problems. He had a good, good run on the side. Elphick and Stone, both in their 30s, both playing week in, week out, no issues. It's great to see. It's nice, good stuff. It's just happy days. Well, uh, guys, uh, we're moving on to the to the women's game, an absolute 5 0 uh, unfortunately, I don't think anyone, any of us were there other than Robbie. So we now bow to Robbie, who's going to inform us of all of the great action. Well, it was, it was quite a good, good performance. Obviously, Mega Stone are a team who, um, before this game, we've been informed, did not have not in the first half, but do can see a lot in the second half. So that's sort of an indication of how they play. Again, it's, I thought it was a really dominant, comfortable performance. I mean, we didn't like trouble. We, we, we controlled the ball. He passed around beautifully. It's lovely goals. Um, obviously, um, well, I'm trying to think of the order. I can't remember the order or the, they got them in, but obviously, um, I do remember Ralph's a lovely goal from outside the box. That was a lovely hit and finish. And I uh, say, so, yeah, we did not look in trouble at all. I think I made maybe a couple of good saves from Blair, to be fair. Mm. But again, that was more just over the top route one stuff, guys, a little bit. But overall, really good, solid performance. And that team is really gelling. I think Billy's a man of his word. When he, when he brought the women's team in, it, it's not just there to have a women's team. He wants mm. to perform and they are performing. They're, they're looking great. And I can generally see in a couple of years that women's team definitely being on par with someone like Lewis. And I think it's all good. I, nothing but great words. But have a good performance. Um, yeah, I hope to see more. I'm looking forward to hopefully go to the FA Cup if uh, my plans work out right in the next couple of weeks. Way to probably. FA Cup. We, what? what I can, I'm, there's so many fixtures coming up now. We've got yeah, yeah, and they're all away. <laughs> yeah, and I, I might make some of them, Kev, before 
the other two chip in. Were you? Ah, oh, well, that'd be nice to see, wouldn't it? No, oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm making you this game. Mate, to be honest, uh, you might need to reintroduce yourself. Pardon? What did you say? You, you're there, yeah. So it's, you're hardly ever there. You're ready to reintroduce yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like. <laughs> oh, don't you start me, Robbie. The uh, yeah. So, so we've got we've got Maiden Ed coming up this Saturday. Are you going, Chris? Yes, I am going. Um, oh, yeah. right, that's going. exclusive podcast exclusive yeah, Chris up. Laverick is going to away game that's an exclusive <laughs> for your people oh, how many I missed that many bloody hell that's, you know, anyway I can't I've got no I haven't got no foot to stand on here right um, yeah so it's a big massive game and uh, you know as we've kind of heard they're a bit of a direct side so that might we could I think our obviously our defence could probably cope with that I reckon but uh, you know, it's just have we got enough to beat them? What do we think, guys? They I haven't won since August, have they? Go, on, George. Is that right? They've not won since August. Not not been on a good run, are they at all? Have they, have they been on a crap run? Oh, they're 18th in the league, so the run can't be that good. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, right, George. Yeah, yeah. I think, and, I, honestly, and honestly, I'd rather. I would. I know. See, you know, we could, we could. You know, we could lose sad or whatever, but. I'd rather play a team at the bottom of a high division than at the top of top of a similar one. I'd, you want to play teams that are in bad form. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? Why not fancy it? It's a massive opportunity. Again, they'll expect to win because we're what three le- three levels below, three levels below. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, we're pretty good. So um, we'll go there Saturday, have a really good time, have a party, just like we wanted to do. We go Saturday at Chippenham. And uh, yeah, let's go and cause an upset. We should be really positive going into that game. I agree. And just to further George's point, the last game they actually won, 28th August, against Dover Athletic. Yeah, we've I forget that team right now. So that's yeah. So we've won eight, eight. We've won eight since then. So yeah, if, right, if so we play our best, we'll hmm. at least give them a good game. At the very least, give them a good game. If we play our best, but I reckon if we play our best, we'll beat them. Do you reckon they? Do you reckon he's going to risk playing the young lad as the main centre forward, or do you reckon he sort of? I don't, I don't, think, it's a, don't think it's a risk. Don't think it's a risk. Based on how he performed against Ashford either, um, there's no, a reason a we say Aggie we trust. Aggie See, would not I, put him out there if he wasn't ready. Hmm. Um, and I, I say if Aggie says he's ready, he's ready. He proved it at Ashford, and I have no doubt if he plays against Mainhead, he'll prove it again. And what I want is him to kick going in good form so when Popey comes back, he might not get back on the side. It happened when we, a couple of seasons ago when we had Rodari. I believe, mm. obviously, um, Rodari came in, he kept Pope out, he kept Pogue out as well. We want that with Hull. We want him keeping out these top players. Mm. And so we got competition. It's great when we have competition. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna win things this season, that, that needs to happen, doesn't it? So and it's looking, the quad, it's the looking quadruple, that way. The quadruple is on. Quadruple now. What's the fourth one? Sussex Cup is happening apparently. Oh, it is happening, is it? Yeah. The quadruple. The quadruple is still on. When's the Sussex Cup starting? I don't know when we when we join it. We join it a bit later. There's some earlier rounds, and we join it. That's what I, I was hearing on Saturday. So, but uh, no, we are in. We are entering apparently. So that's great because I love that competition. The Challenge Cup. Let's have a gambers. We could actually end up playing more cup games this season than we do league games, though, the way things go. 
that was last season or last season. Was six, they, yeah. they can't make more excuses for cancelling games. I mean, the, the petrol one was the, was completely ridiculous. So, I mean, yeah, I said what... I said to some of the directors, I was like, I'm glad you you made it all right then. No sense of humour at all. <laughs> and I just and I uh, saw like, oh, you're not for... one to stoke it. Oh, you're doing. One of the forums, uh, this well, someone said that their an Ashford fan said their players. I don't think they really fancied it after all the abuse we'd given them about petrol. Oh, <laughs> maybe maybe it was. Maybe, but then maybe they were saying perhaps it was right. Perhaps they didn't fancy it in the first place. So, yeah. And it's yeah. you know. And, we, we look at the players we had out for that game, and it, yeah. so no wonder they didn't fancy it. Now we now we know why. Oh. It's a weird one though, wasn't it? Because I, I was having I was having nightmares about playing Ashford because remember the last times we played them, and obviously that a lot of that was to do with say Sam Hasler being being with them and that. Sam Hasler didn't beat us. Sam Hasler beat us. Yeah, I mean he's got a foot on him. That you know, you just think like. It's amazing you just take one or two players out of some of these teams. And, well, to me, they look they look very bang average to me, but what do I know? I'm, made them I'm biased. I reckon if they play like that against like a mid-table team from our side, I don't know, Pavish on top of my head, they, they would give them a good game. But we made them look bang average because we're, we're playing below our level. As simple as, we're too big for this league. We're playing below our level, so we make these teams look bang average. No, it's true. It's true. We, we, well. we'll see what the table looks like at Christmas. Let's have a look. See who's around. But you don't know I, yet. You don't know. A, He's getting nervous there, again, man. isn't he? Robbie He's getting nervous again. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm asking who's going to be up there with us. You don't know yet. You don't know how these other teams are going to shape up. We know we're going to shape up very well, but you don't know how these these squads. Are, you know, some teams are still piecing their squads together, and they. So we'll see. We will see. Hayward Heath look good. Good start, apparently. So Wills is here. Hey, John Wills. Hang on, we've got, we got, we got Mr. Will. Wills. Good morning. Morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oi, John, are you all right, though? You I'm okay. okay. I, luckily, Lil got the medication together quite quickly because I did a driving awareness course with her. <laughs> Hang on, Lil, was that Lilo, Lil? It might. It is to you. Oh, hello. We have. You've literally missed everything, uh, John. <laughs> so oh, that's the story of my life. <laughs> John, you obviously know uh, old young Hull's mother. Talk, talk, tell us all about that. Thank one. What? <laughs> I'll cut out the way I've said that. A new yeah, we but, now have uh, James Hull, actual father, on the podcast. John Wills. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's bad. So please explain your who your next door neighbour is. Um, yes, it's the it's the the lads. Yes, um, and also what what you might not know, but you do know because you're very knowledgeable, is that there's a third brother, Ollie, hmm. And he, I think it was for the, was it for the under 18s or something? He scored the winning penalty in a penalty shootout a few months ago. So that's the threesome. It was a bit like when the, it might be a bit like when the Charlton brothers played for England, wouldn't it? Well, the, the, the holes run it for Hastings. What was the general chat then on? Oh, well, on, on Ashford. 
Well, we, uh, Kev thought we were lucky, and uh, I thought we uh, walked it. I, I didn't really feel there was any point there. We were under great threat of of them. Uh, mind you, I missed the first sort of ten minutes, so I understand they had a good spell to start with in the first half. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just think it took us a while to get over the finishing line, as it were, John. Really, it always worries me. I never like going in one nil up. I always think, you know, then the yeah. awful thing will go wrong. And I just thought we took a while to get over the over the finishing line. That's all, really. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't say it, we ever looked like we were going to lose, but you no. know, there's no. always the worry of that late equaliser. That's right. Even at two nil these days, isn't it? If you've got twenty yeah. minutes left. It's not a easy lead, but who's for Hastings? What's the thoughts on the op- next opposition? Are, are they? I didn't. I haven't found out what tier right. they're in or what. But we've got a Hastings? home tie. Oh, the FA Trophy. Um, Felix and what something? I know. Walton. Well, yes. Sounds like yeah. a chocolate, a, a brand of chocolate or something. You know, Cat fancy biscuit. brand. Of- we'll, play, we'll play some cat biscuits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that should be that be a good evening. Is it Tuesday evening, isn't it? No, it's Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday. Oh, right. Saturday the first of October at the pilot field. Tickets are the yes. only one skittle. And what you should do really is if make it a whole weekend is that you um you come to the supporters club quiz, which is the night before, uh in the pilot bar. And that's what you want to be doing. You want to be doing that on the Friday and then the game on the Saturday. What time's that start then? George, oh, after I get there, I'm hosting it. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go half. Is a guess half seven. Yeah, I'm it's hosting. getting there. Is that right? Is that right? Have I got that right? I think it's, I think it's as near as Danny, isn't it? Put it this way: I'm hosting it and writing the question, so it starts when I read out the first question, doesn't it? So it's not something I need to worry about. But yeah, I think I think around half seven. Well, door, right. Doors open half six, and yeah. it's, it's three pound per person, max six per team. Come along, it'll be good fun to have some drinks and enjoy the Hastings family on Friday night, and then we'll all come back. It's the same again on Saturday for football. Very good. Well, we'll have to keep no, advertising that good. until it's uh, until it comes along. Any um, other players business to advertise this this week, Chris? What What did you think of the advert? I liked brilliant. it. Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. It was that good. I, I loved did, it. Did, did, yeah, you loved the little white hawk dig, didn't you? I mean, it I did. Just, I did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're annoying. And um, yeah. yeah, every podcast listener knows where to come for their public news now. I think it was beautiful. Yeah, Gary hasn't given me any feedback yet. I have said I've done it, but um, it just chinned me probably. Um, I, think it's, I think it's brilliant. You should advertise like the NHS or some other business next time. What? NHS? Yes, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about where people work and you always keep banging on about how great the NHS is. So maybe you should do a little <laughs> advert. Hey? Right. We need the it clock... as a shirt sponsor. Oh, the NHS. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, imagine that in the papers. <laughs> Wasting money on Hated United. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, I know... George, can yeah. I... George won't. George won't, won't be moaning when he, we do his hemorrhoids up there. <laughs> yes, yeah, John Wills John. is just, Wills Wills just going for. Out, he's just taps. going for outtakes now. He's going for outtakes. 
Yeah, what do you say to that so-called Gasson? Well, yeah, I've always always respected John Wills. <laughs> oh, turns the other cheek. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, they probably won't talk for the Hive game. So, obviously, Hive away next Tuesday. Um, obviously, bar and cup replay, of course. Um, should be good fun. I oh, think. God. Hive not Hive. I hope it's Hive. not raining. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Wills, you going to Hive? Hive. We haven't turned yours down, Wills. <laughs> <laughs> what do, what day is the high of the Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. Tuesday night. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, what the? Really not, it's um, not coming Tuesday, is it? Uh, yeah. Do you know the outtakes? Yeah, they they could kick it. it. it it's Absolutely. not coming Tuesday. Is that a special day for you? Right. Um, <laughs> not coming Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, out of your mind, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you get anyone else to come on this podcast? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, why I can't well, I, do it I don't know. I don't. I have to beg. Yeah. I'll just yes, I hate forward. it. It's one of my most hated grounds. Um, for those listening to the podcast who don't know me, I am a wheelchair user and their, and their clubhouse is up a huge flight of steps. And the last time I went to Hyde, it was piddling down with rain. And it took about three people to get me up to the clubhouse. And did so, you consume no, not, too not many my, beers, Kev? Not, not my favourite brown, mate. <laughs> At least they haven't got a lift that they can't use because they don't have a certificate. Oh, like that's so annoying. It's a bit like having a coach you can't drive because there's no petrol in it. Really. Hey, oh, 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 very good, very you good. couldn't resist it, could you, George? <laughs> one more, like we've beaten them now, so you know we can give, give them one more. Oh, so. George, was it Hive where you, you carried the FA trophy down the stairs? Yeah, yeah, last one was at Hive. Um, yeah, we were the, the FA, the actual real FA trophy was there, and you could have oh. pictures with it. And then me and Rob were there after full time, and we had to pack it away. It was like, do you want a hand? So me and Rob were just bubble wrapping the FA trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and put it in this box and then some guy comes to courier it back to Wembley mm. and he doesn't know what he's collecting because he's just couriering and mm. um, I was like it's a big 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 thing mate it's a bit heavy like John Am of it so I'm just mm. carrying the FA trophy down those big steps to his van it's really cool yeah. is it de- is it decent like, oh, it's, it's, it's really it's it's a monstrosity it's too big for a trophy it's like one of those American ones Oh, the one of the ones where you got like yeah. ten people to lift it. Yeah. So if you if that would that would cost Ashford another ten fifteen liters to ship that if they if they were moving that around <laughs> in their coach, it's it's a large trophy. Oh, yeah, it's not they're out, so they don't need to. But if we win it, then it'd be the greatest trophy of all time. Beautiful yeah. design. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just. Yeah, watch, watch out for uh, if any any because tro- some people love to have pictures taken with trophies. Have a look at where the FA trophy is because you can get up close for it and actually pick it up. Unlike the FA Cup, which they're a bit protective about. Well, I have my picture taken with the FA Cup, or it might have been a replica because they never told us that was 2012, um, uh, just before the Harrogate game. Well, the um, real one's coming back to the come back to Hastings this year, so um, you can have well, a picture taken with them. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I love it. I got a trophy for go karts. If any of you want to have your photo taken with it, <laughs> it's about it's about thirty years ago now. Can someone else make the tin foil FA Cup this year? Because we, me and Rob, made one like last year, or year before, and it survived about twenty minutes of the game. 
Um, <laughs> no offense, we were we had did this a pub beforehand, and we no. But I'm yeah. gonna make a, I'm gonna make a little mini one and stick it on my Aces United Rosette. You know, very kind of 1970s style. <laughs> very good, very good, Kev. Chris's uh, ears. <laughs> what? Chris's ears could be used. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> right, chaps. I think we've exhausted this. We can read a beauty of 10 more minutes. Fine, yeah, that's it. Um, George, anything otherwise, we're gonna bugger off. No, that's it. See you, see you at the game. I'll be there. He sounds a bit sarky, doesn't he? That. No, no, well, that's uh, you will see me at the game. Have you not noticed that ever since you started using that hashtag see you at the game, you've made less games? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, realise people want to come if he was turning okay. up. I've see said you, that See you at 40, the game. nearly 40, it'll be 40 podcasts this will be. This will be my 40th. Yay! So what, hey, what's that? 20, wait, you're 40, you're 40, second time we've had a 40th, isn't it, Chris? <laughs> second time we've had a 40th. Um... Yeah, see you at the game on Joe Knight's highlights because it's for you, innit? But, um, yeah. <laughs> see you. That was a worthwhile contribution there, George. I, I enjoyed that. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I did too. No, definitely. You will see me at the game this Saturday. Fellas, thank you, Robbie. Thank you, John. Thank you, Kev. Take care, and I'll see you Saturday. Thank you, Chris. Good to see you guys. Take care. See you guys. That's it for another week, Use fans. And it's a massive one in the cup. Just one win and we're in that first round proper. As for the podcast, remember to get on the fan round table or if you have any questions, queries or criticisms, you can reach us on the email, which is hufcpod at gmail.com or you can reach us on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You find this podcast on all good platforms. And I'm always asking, get yourself subscribed to the YouTube if you can. There's tons of content on there and I try to get all the individual interviews I do on there the latest by the Friday. Please go on, have a look. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Labrick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. Come on you yous. <laughs>